school next month. Grandma lives in the room behind with her piano she never plays. She never does much these days. That flaming rooster going again. The light slants down funny on my desk from the lamp Dad fixed up there on the wall. I should be doing Burke and Wills. They don't seem very bright blokes. Instead, I'm listening to the night coming across from the forest. All small sounds like the birds heading for somewhere to stay the night. The sound of the creek tinkering low when everything gets quiet. The chooks making that moor-moor sound they do when they're beginning to sleep, all wing to wing, up under the tin roof of the chook house. Sometimes in the night, I can hear their poop hitting the ground. It's so quiet. Sometimes it's so quiet, Dad says you can hear the dieback in the trees, killing them quietly from the inside. At night, the sky blinks at us, always looking down. The sounds of night aren't really what's keeping me from Burke and Wills, though. It's Dad. He's not back, but I'm not worried. Fat Cherry is my best friend. He's got a head like a potato, eyes like a baby pig's, and his belly shimmies all over the shop when he walks. Until we got separated. Fat and me sat together in school. His real name is James, but even Fat is better than that. Fat Jerry is a good name all round. So is Ort Flack. All the other kids in the district have got names like Justin and Scott and Nathan and Nicholas, which are piss poor names in anyone's book. And no kid wants to be called Mary or Bernadette if he's not a girl. Even my Chook, my private Chook. My pet one has got a better name than the kids at school. Errol is my pet chook's name. Mum says it's a sacrilege, but I haven't figured that out yet. When Errol was a chick, I found him outside the chook run with his leg all busted up and caught in the wire. I put tape on his leg and kept him in bed with me for a week until Mum went off her face about the sheets. Wait, wait on. I can hear a car. No, there was someone passing. Someone leaving the city. If you climbed the dying jarred trees down there towards the creek, you'd see the lights of the city. From here, the only lights in sight are from the Cherries Roadhouse, a hundred yards along the highway, on the other side of the road. You can see their bowsers glowing, and sometimes you think you can actually see the numbers rolling in them, but you're just kidding yourself. The tail lights of that car burn up the bush and go slowly out. Burke and Wills. Ah, another car. That'll be the old man. He's late. Boy, is he late. Mum'll be mad. The car comes up the long drive towards us, but the engine noise is all wrong. Mum is going out. If I could, I'd go out too. But I'm all stuck, like the chair has hold of me. I'm scared, a bit. I am scared. I'm scared. There's fast talking out there. Isn't anyone going to turn that engine off? Morton, Morton. Here she comes, setting all the floorboards going. There she is, my mum.
with those eyes full up and spilling, the dress shaking enough to shed all those dumb flowers off it. The big, strange car shoots us down the driveway and out onto the sealed road, with Mum and me rolling across the big back seat that farts and squeaks under us. Headlights poke around in the dark. A man with a bald moon at the back of his head is driving and talking, both too fast. My belly wants to be sick. Mum's eyes are making me wet. How far, Mr... Wingham, Lawrence Wingham, the man pants. How far? Couple of kilometres, only a couple. The speedo is like a clock gone mad. I don't know why, but I feel like I just swallowed a whole egg, shell and all. I can tell something bad's happened. I'm not stupid.